Alright, welcome to Um, That Just Happened, broadcasting pre-recorded and edited from Flores Theater Comiskey, or FTC if you will. I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. And we have some special guests with us today. Returning original guests, David Merkel. How's it going, everyone? And another returning guest, Brandon Kelly. Here again. <laughs> yeah, we got two white guys with us today. Booyah! Welcome to the show, guys. We're right. never going to get arrested. They brought the winning team. We're, we're actually outnumbered. <laughs> we might not make the affirmative action podcast uh, rankings anymore. Actually, with the way affirmative action is nowadays, better off having white guys here. I need to find me a classy white nigga. I did not grow up around you niggas. I do not know where to find me like a nice Jewish nigga. But I don't need somebody who's bald and his shit, that looks too old, that look like he a dentist or some shit. Unless you are a dentist and you have a lot of money and that's it. That's what I'm looking for, some white niggas. is what I'm looking for, classy white niggas. Well, yeah, I guess we're so. not going to get political. No politics. All right, podcast news. Everybody's talking about my podcast. I got my podcast. I got my podcast. We hit a record high on the top of the charts in the comedy category. We actually made it up to 29. Nice. Thank you guys so much for all your support. Thanks for listening. We're also now available on SoundCloud. It's in the cloud! Only one episode of SoundCloud at the time because they only allow two hours worth of podcasts uploaded at a time. Unless you're paying $155 a year. So until we get some sponsors, SoundCloud is a one-episode deal. Episode 7, featuring Brandon Kelly, High Into the Danger Zone, is now available on SoundCloud. And that's the only episode available on SoundCloud. I've been paying attention to the episode downloads and episode plays. We actually have a tie between episode 3, Revenge of That Fucking Dog from Duck Hunt, and episode 7, High Into the Danger Zone. Now, Brandon has some input in episode 7. I know what he's favoring. Episode 3, no BGM, no drops. And I've actually been told by more than a few people that you guys enjoy more of a conversational type podcast as opposed to the uh, commercial production value where I put the drops and the music in. I actually enjoy putting the drops and the music in. I think it adds to production value. It makes things funny. It highlights things that maybe we haven't noticed or heard before. Make us feel for real. That whole goose dying <laughs> music. Was amazing. When Brandon was talking. I really enjoy that. I really enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Granted, it takes me more time, and I've decided that if, especially with episode 7, if not, if I'm not going to finish, I'm just going to do versions and just revamp them and re-edit them until they're exactly the way I want them. If you have feedback on how you'd like this podcast to go, we're the people's podcast, so we're open to feedback. Just hashtag UTJH. Leave us comments on Twitter, iTunes. Don't forget to click 5 stars. SoundCloud, I pay no attention to SoundCloud because we can't afford to buy SoundCloud right now, but we're definitely on Podomatic.com if you can leave us comments, subscribe, Sorry about episode 8. Still a lot of work to be done. Still a good podcast nonetheless, so keep your eye out. I'm going to George Lucas the fuck out of that episode um, in the coming weeks to come. All right, which means he's going to redo the whole beginning part of it and just disappoint the shit out of people. <laughs> Shout out to Nelson. Hope you enjoyed those Falcor drops that I put in, so we released it this morning. Otherwise, find us on iTunes. Leave us comments on iTunes. Don't forget to click 5 stars or Podomatic.com, the home of our pro status of podcasting and the website for all your podcasting needs. A couple of bits on podcast news. We picked up a few listeners in Newark, New Jersey. What's up, Snooky? New Jersey. That might be my cousin Rick. If Hey, Rick, if that's you, what up, man? Come back to Chicago. Yeah, when are you coming by? We'd love to have you on the podcast. Take all comers, newcomers. If it's not comers. Rick, come back to Chicago. Come on by. Come back to Texas. In international podcast news, Dominican Republic has been unthroned. Ghana... Dethroned? Dethroned? Unthroned? Some kind of... He's, he's knocked off the throne. Yeah. Dominican Republic is no longer number one on our list of international listeners. Ghana is a new first place champion of international listeners. I think there's still confused, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. It kind of makes you wonder about the entertainment availability in Ghana. You know, <laughs> does Ghana watch Hollywood movies, or is it kind of like India, where they watch movies of their own? Or do they have their own version of our own Hollywood movies, kind of like they do in Bollywood India? I'm hoping that there's another version of us over there. That would be fucking interesting. You know what would be interesting? If they had, like... The Ghana version? <laughs> the, the Ghana version. If they had stars that were just like us, but they just renamed them as, like, Ghana characters. Like, what if they actually had a Luke Cage instead of Nicolas Cage? And what if they had a movie called, like, Ghana in 60 Seconds? Wow. wow. That full circle <laughs> to complete that thought right there. Though. But shout out to Ghana. Thank you for listening. Shout out to the random cities that picked up Newark, New Jersey, Miami, Florida, San Jose, California, Wichita, Kansas, still number two. Actually edged out Chicago for a few days on the release of episode eight. So, All right, seriously, Wichita, Kansas. Somebody that listens from Wichita, Kansas, please, please hit me up because I want to know who the fuck it is. I'm intrigued at this point considerably. And if you hit me up, we will go to Wichita. I'll take a weekend off. I don't give a fuck. 
I gotta find out who these people are. We got picked up a couple listeners in Kansas City, Missouri, so maybe we should stop by. You guys too. too. Fuck it. We'll do a road trip. We'll do one whole week off. Brandon will buy a bus for us, <laughs> and we'll tour the fucking countryside with some inexpensive humor for everybody else, since I don't want to take free funny, since Monica already stole it. Keg boss. There you go. Or fucking make your way up to Chicago. We'll have you on the podcast. We just love Shut to know back. who you are. I'll back up their offer. You make it up to Chicago, and I will find an event with some beer for you people. You understand? I'll wear That's a, a white boy promise right there. And I'll those wear are a Kansas City t-shirt for the rest of the fucking night. I'll well, go out with Brandon and wear a Kansas City Royals t-shirt for the rest of the night if you guys come out to Chicago. Bam. I originally thought the Kansas people... Oh, is Kansas City? Kansas City Kansas is... make you wear a Cubs shirt? Kansas City is in Kansas, right? I know nothing about Kansas except yeah. Wichita is one of our more popular shows. I actually thought Kansas might be my friend Mindy. Shout out to Mindy. I just added you on Facebook. She went to Kansas and she actually went to school with Kirk Heinrich what? when he was in Kansas. Yeah, again, if you want to be on the podcast, hashtag UTJH. Leave us comments on Twitter. <laughs> leave us comments on iTunes. Leave us comments on Podomatic.com. The only price of admission for being a guest on shows is that you buy us beer. And if you want us to do a remote show, then you have to buy us airplane tickets to wherever it is, be it Ghana for myself, Adam, our kids, and our wives, and maybe our dogs too. And maybe a little bit more. Or beer. I want to taste Ganon beer. Is it Ganon? Is it Ganon? <laughs> is it Ganon? <laughs> Legend of Are you guys the, the evil villain from Legends of Zelda? Because that would be even better. They can't be. They've got their asses whooped by the French in soccer. Whoa, soccer. That's exciting. I hate soccer. I can't stand soccer. And why don't we have any Adams from Puerto Rico? I'm from the Philippines. <laughs> Our wives are from Mexico. Do we not have listeners in those countries? <laughs> We get plenty of visits also from Canada and UK, but nobody listens or downloads. What the Better fuck? Questions. Don't you have family in any of those countries, guys? Yeah. yeah. Send an email out? I gotta send a WEPA out there a few <laughs> times just for them to understand what I'm saying. WEPA! 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 That's when we have a good time. We say WEPA. That's it. I want to be with somebody who made me feel WEPA all the time. Who made me feel good and beautiful about myself. You need to be comfortable around third sex people. Oh, you live in Westchester? Oh, God. Wrong kind of Mexican. Yeah. Thankfully, well, well, that was a Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one, nice, nice. I'm going to hell. All right, cue the goat. Shout out time. All right, guys. Uh, today I got a very special, special shout out to one of my good friends, Ray. Ray Rod. Shout out to you, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Hit me up today saying how much you enjoyed the episode. So keep listening. Spread the word. Like the Hiv. That's it for me. I've been struggling for shout outs, guys. I've been scouring my Facebook page for accomplishments, for any kind of stuff that's going on, any charitable events. I don't really have much this week, so I'm just going to pull random shit. Shout out to Jackie. I know your birthday's on Sunday. Happy birthday, Jackie. I think you're one of our listeners in Aurora. One of my friends from uh, Rock Bottom from Rock Bottom days shout out to Miriam for you and six other motorists saving that dog during that rainstorm the other day that was kind of a random Facebook status shout out to America for the 4th of July that was my I next know. shout out damn it sorry 238th birthday and also shout out to America the team the soccer team <laughs> fuck yeah even though for... this is going to be after the 4th of July but still nice job team America for soccer way to go common for saving all those goals even though we didn't get as far as we'd like to that uh, I believe that we will win champ was kind of catchy. Was kind of sad. That goes away. Shout out to the Mexican goalie, Memo Ochoa. Even though you fucked up that last save, totally went the wrong way. Obviously, our wives are Mexican. They're really into that game. A lot of our friends are Mexican. So I have no idea who to root for anymore in the World Cup. I don't know. I, I can't wait for football season. Already. Like, actual yeah. football season. Because this is... Yeah, this soccer shit's fucking depressing. I'm just not doing it. I don't even know what I'm doing. Alright, you guys got any shout outs? Not really. God, see, the white man only cares about himself. People are shouting out to me, typically, so... I'm gonna throw a shout out to my dad because we always used to go see the comic book movies together but once I got into working full time you know got in my career and you know I'm living on my own we just our schedules haven't lined up so my dad actually came over today and he watched for the first time The Dark Knight Rises with me so I haven't gotten to watch an actual comic movie with him for a while so that's awesome yeah so I'm gonna shout out to my dad oh, he's a great man good shit good shit is he David Merkel too no Robert Merkel Bobby Merkel it's a cool name my dad just did that over here the other day what fucking movie I'll remember it we, he came over here and he's like oh there's a movie I haven't seen ever before Can we watch it here I was like yeah sure so we threw it on we sat through the whole thing. He's like, all right, I'll see you later. Just drove all the way the fuck back home 40 minutes. It's awesome, man. I what love that dad's What movie was it? I can't remember it right now. That'll be corrections <laughs> for next week. <laughs> fuck. I'll remember it halfway through. All right, moving on to corrections. I don't know how the hell I missed this. I don't know if it was editing or I don't know if maybe I just was already really drunk at the time. I mispronounced the title of our podcast, I think. <laughs> so um just happened instead of um that just happened. I almost fucking crashed my car listening to that shit. I was like, what did he just say? 
<laughs> I'm just effing. Started storming. Maybe it's a J&B. If you haven't noticed, we moved on from Jack to J&B because we've been too lazy to run to 7-Eleven buy a new bottle yeah, of Jack. They, I don't think they noticed since they can't see it. There's a different kind of slur to Jack versus J&B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To me, drunk's drunk. In both cases, I'll just pass out right here and now. I don't really have much other than corrections other than constantly revamping episode 8. And I went back for some of the drops. I was really enjoying a lot of the Gary Oldman clips that I've been looking up on YouTube and stealing drops from. I had no idea that guy had so much range. I had no idea he was a villain in Air Force One. Yeah. And I knew he was Commissioner Gordon and he was in The Professional. Guy's got a lot of range. Does have a lot of voiceover acting in some of those animated movies. I don't know what the hell they were, but looked pretty good. What other movies? I mean, he was in Harry Potter. He was oh, serious? serious? Yeah. yeah. He really is. Really great range. Completely different character in almost every movie. My favorite role of his is True Romance. You guys love True Romance. It's not a bad movie at all, but... Just his scene. He can play everybody. I mean, Bram Stoker's Dracula. He was... Oh, he must have thought it was White Boy Day. (laughs) It ain't White Boy Day, is it? It feels like it down here. Alright, you don't have any shout-outs, Brandon? No, not currently, man. Unbelievable. I know. When you got hair like that, you don't need shout-outs. I was going to say, lately it's been a lot of work for me, you know? Oh, actually, you know what? I'll shout-out to Scratch Kitchen. We're going to have a kick-ass event on the 4th of July. Anybody who lives in the Chicagoland area... Well, they're going to hear this after the 4th. Yeah, thanks. But remember to get over there and show them some love for the event that we're going to throw there on the 4th, even though you might not make it. It's good stuff, good food, good people. Go there. What's it called? Scratch Kitchen. It's in Forest Park on Madison, in between Harlem and First Avenue. Ah, on that whole strip of bars that they got there? Yeah. That's a great area. Is that near Lake Street Kitchen? Yeah, it is, actually. It's pretty close to there. It's just a little bit south. I like that area. Eat food and get fucked up? Yeah, we used to go there after work every once in a while and just, you know, be with the Even though the average listener won't be able to get there, on the 4th, they're doing dollar beer promotion, which is awesome for two brothers. Thumbs up. And they're also doing $20 all-you-can-eat barbecue all day long. They got some bands and stuff. It should be awesome. Dollar beer promotion, that's it. Dollar beers. (laughs) That's a swollen dick deal. You actually can't buy our beer cheaper than that at the liquor store. That's how awesome of a deal it is. We might have to relocate the podcast for one night just for that. (laughs) Those of you who are not familiar with swollen dick deals, they're swollen dick deals because you can't beat it. My dad just texted me the name of that movie that we saw that he caught for the first time was X-Men First Class. That's what you couldn't remember? Dude, you know, we ran through so much X-Men stuff by now that it went right over. Speaking of which, how'd you enjoy episode six? Have you seen the movie? Yes and yes. I actually couldn't believe you had the entire theme from the X-Men cartoon. Yeah, that was Adam's favorite part. Oh my god. (laughs) I almost crashed that day too. I was like, oh, it's coming to an end. And it kept going. I was like, oh fuck, that's right. The entire theme song is like, feels like five fucking minutes. And I love it. It's like the cartoon Inagata DeVita. It just never ends. I was like pulling out of a speedway and I had it blaring on like my car. I think people were like, "The hell's going on?" <laughs> Dude, I was I was singing along to it for a song that has no lyrics. I was singing along. Just... It was being awesome. That, being that you guys did the whole episode on it, I'm not gonna really go in depth. I enjoyed the movie. I felt entertained. There were some things that I'm like, this wasn't really necessary. And there was a lot. Of, a good point you brought up, like, why did you just use something metal to deflect the plastic bullet? <laughs> now a lot of people were complaining about the whole Kitty Pride. Where the fuck did you get that power from? Yeah. Yeah, I also agreed with that. And, and Beast. Tell me you agreed with Beast. I did agree with it, but it wasn't. It didn't take so much away from me. I'm it took cur- away from- I'm kind of curious now because, like, Kelsey Grammer's all like, I want to be back in the X-Men series. So I'm well, because like, he's not doing shit well, else. Well, I know he's not, but I'm just like, eh, I wonder how this is going to go. Oh, he's not doing shit else except Transformers. He's oh, in Transformers? I still haven't seen it. I'm not. not Spoiler. No. A friend of mine saw it. He said, don't waste your money. Hold on. We're going to cover that later. We'll I was just pointing it out because, you know. Yeah, I know. But- he ain't in shit except for the biggest blockbuster movie of the weekend yet. Uh, of this weekend. Right. The biggest movie of the summer. So. Hold but, your breath for five minutes. But I was entertained. I'm looking forward to Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, Apocalypse. Then, then I, I almost went kind of just to see what illusions they'd make for the Apocalypse yeah. one. I could have honestly not even seen it. I was a little disappointed in the Apocalypse rendering or what do you call it? The I think it's just supposed to be like a teaser. They're not going to show you his final form, if you will. Mm, I'll show them my final form. It's still skinny, lanky, and underfed. Just like the rest of me. <laughs> Moving on. Alright, moving on to the fuck you department. I have two huge, huge fuck yous directed to these two not-so-fine gentlemen sitting directly to my right. The white gentleman, if you will. Racist! White, not right. These two douchebags, obviously, the podcast is at our house as usual. And I said, would you guys like some chips or some something to snack on while we're doing this? We never have snacks down here. Today, I guess it was my fault for being a courteous host. So I decided to get them. And then I bring chips down. They're like, do you have salsa? So I'm like, do you have salsa? So then I go upstairs, grab salsa, bring them back down. Grab cookies, bring them back down. After like five minutes of running and getting them food, they're just like, you know, we realize we're just not that hungry. So fuck you to Brandon Kelly and David Merkel. Both of you guys can go fuck yourselves. 
balls. Boom, roasted. Thanks. Uh, real quick, I'm going to come on to that one with a fuck you right back to the Puerto Rican Asian who has a party-sized bag of ruffles and no fucking French onion dip. He has a party-sized bag of pretzels and no cheese. And he has fucking Tostitos salsa and no Tostitos. <laughs> Y'all got nothing so, in this house that match. When he brings us that shit and we say we politely decline... <laughs> And then he goes ahead and fucks you. That's ridiculous. So fuck you, you shitty host. <laughs> you got peanut butter, no jelly. Treated. You got Kool-Aid, no sugar. Treated. The ham, no burger. You guys got any fuck you since I'm completely through with mine? Yeah, I got a fat fuck you or a party size fuck you, if you will, to McDonald's. Wait, does the party have Tostitos with ruffles? Well, party size in terms of fat man's fuck you to McDonald's. All right, so I guess it's not really so much a fuck you so much as I don't understand what the fuck's going on. You buy a 10-piece chicken McNuggets, and it comes with two things of sauce. Your choice, sweet and sour, barbecue, whatever. It's been the same way for years. But if you buy a 20-piece McNugget meal, it comes with three sauce. How the fuck does that work? You know, it's two sauces for 10 nuggets. That kind of makes sense. One cup for five nuggets. But 20 pieces, and it's three sauces? Just charge me an extra fucking quarter. I'll pay it. I don't give a shit. I just need the... The mathematics to work out. Maybe they're trying to deter you from eating 20 pieces at one sitting. But I mean, it's not like 20 pieces for me. It's like, I just don't want to order two 10 pieces because it's 20 pieces for five bucks or two 10 pieces for three. So no, I get you. Each, yeah. I was just trying to be cute. So the math doesn't work out there. Well, fuck you to McDonald's for not serving breakfast for 24 hours a day. That shit pisses me off. Yeah, I didn't really want to talk about that because that's going to be an ace in the hole. 1031? What? Fuck you. <laughs> Can somebody get the kid a Happy Meal? Yeah, fuck you to McDonald's not having breakfast 24 hours a day. You would think that that'd be a huge money maker for you fucking guys. Dude, you can at least do till 12 o'clock on the weekends. Who wakes up before 10.30 on the weekends? Yeah. Unless so, you have grass to cut. Ronald, get back to the program. David, you got any fuck yous? Fuck you to soccer. Did I take anything away from the athleticism of the players? But, God, yeah. that's fucking boring to watch. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm, and I'm sure there's people that are soccer fans, and I'm not trying to alienate them, that they find it exciting to watch. I just can't get into it. I'm going to have to agree with you there, if I wanted to watch people struggle to score for 90 minutes, I'd bring these fools out to the bar with me. <laughs> Zing! Zing. <laughs> I'm just really at a loss for shit to watch. I've got baseball's not really doing it for me right now. Hockey's over. Football doesn't start for another month. And who the fuck cares? Basketball's got the draft and all this shit. I might be the only one who actually likes watching tennis, but even then, I mean... I'll watch they golf. a lot of big upsets in tennis recently, actually. So I don't follow it. I just get the sports center highlights. You, you of just it. have the hair to match. That's right. <laughs> I could see you with a visor. Don't be jealous. Just going hard. <laughs> I am jealous. Shout out uh, to Andre Agassi. Yeah, you guys don't know this, the people that have never met me. I'm bald, so that's where all the hair jokes come from. It's a lot of hating on my side. Moving on. Can you move a little bit to the left, the glare off the ceiling light? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Shots fired. What do we got next? Next, our original segment, Pissing on Graves. Oh, God. <sighs> so, Pissing on Graves this week, Liz, pull over. Liz is just going to stop listening. Yeah, Liz, give me five minutes and then just fast forward right through this. <laughs> earmuffs. Called it earmuffs. My fuck you for this week. Actually, it'd be Pissing on Graves, but yeah, bring that back. All right. <laughs> Remind me to edit that. That was pretty amazing, by the way. <laughs> My pissing on grave for this week goes out to none other than Marlon Brando. Not because I don't think he's an amazing actor, which he is. An amazing method actor, a lot of emotion in his roles, Streetcar Named Desire, The Godfather, Jor-El, all really good roles, you did a beautiful job. My gripe with you is you're an ass. There's no two ways around it. Everyone knew it, and directors didn't like working with you because you were stubborn. The one Academy Award that you won, you sent a Native American chick up there to not even accept the award, but decline the award on your behalf solely because of the way that Native Americans are treated in this country. Get the fuck out of here with that kind of bullshit. Walk up there, accept the award like a gracious actor, say your little statement like fucking Jared Leto did, where people still hate you as much as I hate Jared Leto, and move on. Marlon Brando, amazing actor, piss poor human being, never bothered to memorize your fucking lines, made up shit on the spot. I can't imagine having to work with you. So, you're dead. I won't have to worry about it. See you later. This has been Pissing on Grave, Star Marlon Brando edition. What have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectfully? So, Getting back to Top Gun, how also, you... Oh, wait. I have not seen it yet, so I have not lived up to my side of the deal yet, but I'm still planning on it. I just haven't had access to it Guess yet. Guess what, bitch? I saw Stand By Me. Did you? I did. What'd you think? Not bad. In all seriousness, I mean, uh, it was not a bad movie. My preconception of what it was was completely off, to be honest with you, but... So, on that note... Good there, acting from kids. How are you failed, like... Time. I haven't failed because I just haven't lived up to it yet. Really, Top Gun, you could buy like a Walmart for three ninety nine. Yeah, probably. but I'm not going to waste my money if I don't end up liking the movie. Oh, oh my fact. God, a whole $5 is going to hurt you so yes. much. Wow. 
Stand by me, little known fact. They wouldn't let the kids see the dead body prop until the day they shot that scene. Really? So they wanted to really unnerve them because they were really proud of how they looked. Really? That's actually a pretty awesome fact. I like that, yeah. Getting back to Top Gun, did you watch Hot Shots? I did. How did you enjoy Hot Shots without watching Top Gun? Because there's a lot of other little shit that goes on in that movie that, yeah, it has to do with Hot Shots. And I had seen enough clips of Hot Shots, like... Him riding the motorcycle and shit like that, and like next to the airfield and all that kind of thing. A lot of that little stuff I got the first blood references and Rambo references I got in there. I love that. Everything. The gummy bears. Gummy oh. bears. Gummy bears. Sprinkles. Sprinkles. What was that Hot Shots Part Two? Hot Shots Part Two was fucking hilarious too. Kill count. <laughs> Passing total recall. <laughs> I haven't seen Hot Shots since oof, the mid 90s. When did it come out? The early 90s? I haven't seen it since the mid 90s. It's been a while actually since I've probably seen it too. A long time. Yeah. Which was there. the one where he walks into the teepee and he's like, I brought your batteries and he's like, about fucking time. That's part one, right? I can't yeah. remember. I'll just say that, yeah. I think it was original. I remember the sex scene where he fucking boils an egg on her stomach. That was pretty fucking funny. Or pops the olive into her mouth from her belly button. That was amazing. Go back to episode 7, Brandon. How did you enjoy our uh, High Into the Danger Zone? You did a fantastic job of adding proper music where it belonged, I'm not going to lie, so I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I found a newfound love for Kenny Loggins now that I'm stealing his music off the internet. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next segment is Um, I Just Saw That. You got a pretty big Um, I Just Saw That, huh? Yeah, this oh. week, if you know something new about me, it's this. I love Asian cinema. Specific- I really thought that was going somewhere else. I got to Asian. I'm like, yep. Who S- oh, Specifically the horror movies. I believe I've mentioned that before. The horror movies? Horror. Asian horror. horror. Horror, horror, scary about, movies. So The Grudge was what like about Kobe Tai? No, I, I actually like The Ring more than The Grudge. Oh, all right, fair enough. Um, Did you like that pro-Semitic movie called uh, Jew on? Yikes! We don't talk about religion. It's not a lifestyle choice. Wow. This week I saw <laughs> the remake of Old Boy, the American remake featuring Josh Brolin and underrated hottie Elizabeth Olsen. Ooh, you've been avoiding that for a while, huh? I wanted to see it in the theater. Nobody wanted to come with me because the few people that I had shown that movie to, they were just like, "You're a sick, sadistic son of a bitch." Get this shit away from me because Asian cinema is sometimes a little hard to handle. And when I watched the new version, I actually saw it on Netflix and I was a little worried at first. And so I finally watched it and oh god, what can I say? It wasn't a bad movie. If it weren't for the fact that the it's actually not a Japanese movie, it's a Korean movie, I believe. If this were just an American movie, it would be fine. If they never made the original and this was the first time they made the movie, it wouldn't have been bad. But they put no heart in this movie, I feel like. Spike Lee just wanted to make just a gut-wrenching movie and he had a lot of violence and a lot of bullshit that didn't need to be in it and they say it's based a lot off of the the manga the the comic book version of it but it just didn't play off that way and he lost a lot of heart in the character bonus scene elizabeth olsen gets naked in that movie which was nice talking full frontal or are we talking like strategically placed bullshit that I'm no we're talking about you like see you see nipple everything like she's grinding you see her ass i mean you see his ass in the movie too but it's josh brolin so i've had a crush on him since the goonies <laughs> But, uh... Way to play that up. But, yeah, not a bad movie, like I said, but just did not live up to the original Old Boy, which, if you ever get a chance to watch that movie, please, please do so. Yeah, and I, only watch it with the Korean audio and the English subtitles. That's the best way to watch that movie. I thought you were going to so say, so. only watch with the Korean audience. <laughs> you know, walk around me. Are you Korean? All right, I made it. Rodney watch it. You watched it, too, I right? enjoyed it. you never seen it? Oh, my God. I enjoy it. I mean, it, it's not a movie that I want to watch over and over and over again, but it was a pretty fucked up movie. It was a wow movie. Yeah, like most Asian cinema, there's a lot of shit in there that doesn't pan out the same way that it would in American cinema. Even the big reveal that I don't want to spoil in this, because it'll literally ruin the movie if you give away the ending. Yeah, and I'm usually pretty good about sniffing out plot twists. Not this one. Didn't see this one coming. (laughs) Not this one, not at all. Yeah, if you two have not seen it, watch the original, not the Josh Brolin version first. Then if you like it, watch the Josh Brolin version. He still did a great job. Josh Brolin's an amazing actor, loved him in uh, No Country for Old Men also. Elizabeth Olsen, she's really coming up pretty well. Already a better actress than her sisters combined. That's not saying much. <laughs> but, uh, can't wait to see her as Scarlet Witch. So, when? That's it. Um, I just saw the American version of Old Boy, a Spike Lee joint. You guys. What have you guys seen? I just saw the new Transformers movie, Age of Extinction. I saw it with my 92-year-old grandma. What's up? <laughs> she loved that shit on Are that Are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> shout out awesome. shout out to Nana Kelly. <laughs> she was like she was like, Let's go see a movie what just came out. And I'm like, Transformer. She's like, Okay. She was asking me all these questions like what is that we just all found about? Transformer, she loved right? it. I didn't know a four T could turn into that. <laughs> a model T, excuse me. It's more it's tea. more like I really don't have a clue what's going on, Brandon. <laughs> Like, all right, Shout out to me, Mom. So, do you like it? She's like, oh, it looks wonderful. 
So, so did you like the movie? But like, what's the, uh, the story better you know, than man, the I mean, like, Well, hold on. First, are you a Transformers fan? Uh, well, here, hang on. This is how I view myself as a Transformers. Uh, I was a huge fan of the Transformers back in the day, like the toys and the cartoons when I was a kid. Uh, however... Uh, what's your take the, on the, the use of the uh, word ratchet? I was going to say, the, the Michael Bay version of Transformers, I think, is Hollywood, to put it nicely. Agreed. Um, do I disagree with its entertainment value? No. Do I think it could be better written? Of course. So along that line, if you're looking for something with quality banter and a good screen replay, then uh, it's not for you. If you're looking for explosions, death, and destruction, then uh, by all means, sign up. How satisfied were you with the appearance of Grimlock and the other Dinobots? They brought them in kind of strange to me, man, but the way they appeared, actually, like, their, the way, the the way, way they, they looked, did, yeah, was pretty badass. Did they actually transform into robots, or they were just dinosaurs old? No, they were robots, too. They yeah. actually started as robots, yeah, so. Trapped on Lockdown's ship. I don't know why I'm asking. I'm gonna get to see the movie No, regardless. no, go see it, man. Yeah. I, like, I, like I said, you can't deny its entertainment value if you're a guy who likes action and that type of thing. So on that note, go see some stuff get blown up. See, I love action. Hate Mark Wahlberg. So it's not to say I won't watch the movie. I'll just wait till DVD. What? No. Yeah. First Vin Diesel, now Mark Wahlberg. Oh, how you should you, know that about me. How can you, you hate Marky Mark? <laughs> For that, that's the beginning of it. Hey, listen, good vibrations. I can play that right now. Come on, come action. on. <laughs> feel it, feel it. No, thank you. I'd rather not feel it. <laughs> You'd rather not feel it? Okay, fine. He's out of breath at all times. Any movie that you watch, he could be in like a boardroom just talking and he just... <sighs> the thing that we gotta do is... We're gonna do this like we the Italian job. Exercise a little more. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Push-ups between fucking takes? Just sit the fuck down. But like you said, I like Stanley Tucci a lot. Stanley Tucci was in Transformers? He's in the new one. The girl they had looked nice. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Megan Fox. That I'm, second girl who Jason Statham was banging? Rose Whittington or Whittington? Yeah. Like that. Yeah, she was, she was good looking. I'm not a Megan Fox fan, but... Crazy thumbs, it turns you off? Yeah, it fucks me up. Damn. All crazy-like. I am more excited to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles than I am Transformers. See, Megan well, Fox, I don't because know... Because Megan Fox is in it, probably, right? No. <laughs> and no. how? I, I don't know if she was just the hot chick that was available, kind of like, you know, the office chick hot, where she's only hot because she's really a solid four, but because she's in the office that you work in, she's a decent, passable seven. You know, she's just a hot chick that's just around, like, the geek movies, kind of like Olivia Munn. Not a huge fan, but because she's an actual geek, it just kind of makes her a little more hotter. Okay, let's be real. The scene where she's looking into the engine of his car and the original Transformers, like, oh, yeah. She was she's got, like, a couple of exactly. sweat running down her she fucking ass. hot, like, yeah. You know. I wouldn't say no if she begged me. Let's put it that way. She's got a nice mouth. Shout out to Lepe. <laughs> but, but she has to beg me first, by the way, Brandon. Thank she you. has to ask me nicely. You guys see anything? I don't know if it counts, but... Uh, X-Men First Class? No. <laughs> I just started getting into Arrow. Ooh, oh, oh I so do want to get into that. I don't know if that yeah. counts, but... Uh, yeah, definitely I think counts. I'm only on like episode six of the first season. And? I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I'm actually kind of sad that I did not watch it on TV because I was like, ah, I don't really give a shit about Green Arrow, because honestly, I've never given a damn about Green Arrow before. Too political. But I just... I always forgot to record it, and then like... I'd see it on, I'm like, well, I haven't watched, like, the past however many episodes, so I'm not just gonna jump in at, like, episode 9. So you knew you were gonna catch up either on DVD or Netflix or Yeah, and, like, like now, because I've been home, I've been watching it on Netflix, and I think, like I said, I'm on maybe episode 6 or 7 right now. But I am really impressed with the quality of acting on it. Really? Yeah, I mean, Better I... Better than Smallville? Yes. Wow. I've, I'm heard, only gonna I've say, heard other people say the same thing. I'm only gonna say, yeah, because the guy who played Clark Kent on Smallville, he was always... You know, he had to play young Clark Kent, so he's very naive in the, in the world type thing. Tom Wellington. But his acting came off that way. So naive that it was borderline corny. I mean, I liked him as Clark Kent. I liked him as... Well, know, he was a model Superman. first, so... I mean, but the guy that got playing Oliver Queen, awesome. I gotta get him. I mean, it's pretty damn good act. And the woman that plays his mother, I can't think of her right now, but she's actually a, she's been in a lot of things, and like, well, if you look her up, you be like, oh yeah, she's been on different things. And it was kind of funny, his stepfather is one of the guys that the first time I ever saw him was in Tomorrow Never Dies. He played one of the MI6 agents. Oh, nice. So yeah, I'm enjoying the hell out of Arrow. Yeah, I think that's going to be on my top of the list to binge watch. Especially be that Flash is coming out this, is coming fall. Out this yeah. fall. Yeah, really excited about the Netflix series Daredevil. It just cast Rosario Dawson playing the part of something where her boobs bounce. Yeah. Have they casted Daredevil yet, though? Matt Murdock? Have they released it? Yeah, yeah. who's playing it's him? Some guy from Boardwalk Empire, and they got they got. Oh shit! That's right. They have, Fuck! I forgot all about that. <laughs> Vincent have, D'Onofrio's doing Kingpin. Yeah, they have the guy that played Fuller 
from Mighty Ducks is playing Foggy Nelson. That means nothing to me, I don't know. That's his business partner. Okay. His best friend. Arrow, or the Green Arrow, I only recently got into because when Kevin Smith started writing him and he brought him back from the dead, which was an amazing, amazing storyline called Quiver, followed up with the sounds of violence with the villain Onomatopoeia, which has to be one of the coolest fucking villains ever. It only works in the comic book, though. It, doesn't it does. Really... I mean, even Kevin Smith said that because some people were like, would you ever direct a movie with, about Green Arrow and have him in there? He's like, how the fuck would you do it? Like, he'd be a beatboxer pretty much at that point. But great storyline. You ever get a chance to read Green Arrow? That's not even a bad place to start. I mean, you got to know a few other characters like Black Canary and Mr. Terrific, Hawkman, Batman, obviously. The Demon Entrigan, you might have to pop up on who he is. But Green Lantern, like, obviously. Green Lantern. Uh, God, the form of man. man. I think the coolest... That is probably one of the best yeah, oh, yeah. little chants or incantations I've ever fucking heard in yeah. comic books. And you know, actually, the first time I saw it, Batman the Animated Series. Yep. And like, honestly, it was one of those things that like, I think I pulled up <clears throat> Batman the Animated Series on Netflix and I just happened to randomly pick that episode. Or Taz, as I like to call it in the yeah. industry. And I heard him say it and I almost like went headlong into a wall. I was like, what? Hands down, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes. Yes. I think my favorite Green Arrow moment was when he actually has a Green Lantern ring and Sinestro's about to fucking uh, rain down. Reverse. Yeah, rain down some terror on Kyle Rayner and right before he goes to kill him, Green Arrow actually launches an arrow out of the ring. But Ethan Van Skyver just draws blood coming out of his nose and ears and mouth. Looks and like he's he screaming like it's weak. it's like so much pain. And he asks Kyle, he says, using the ring to form your will, putting all your thoughts into it. Is it like that every or putting that much effort into it? It hurts. Like I feel like I can't I can't even walk right now. And Kyle's like, yeah, it's like that every time. So to be a Green Lantern, you got to have a lot of fucking willpower, and you got to be a strong motherfucker to be able to use that motherfucker. So shout out to Green Lantern. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Green Arrow cameo in The Dark Knight Returns Part 2. Rolliver just shoots that arrow mm. into Superman and then He's whole, got the one, one arm. Yeah, and the whole monologue where Bruce Wayne just could have upped the dosage. Just remember that, you know, I'm the man who could have killed you and that... Yeah, the little scene in The Dark Knight. Pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. All right, for I Just Saw, I have a couple. One of the funny things is more of I Just Heard. So, obviously, episode eight's our biggest podcast yet. I'm still making drops and editing and listening, revamping, George Lucasing the fuck out of that episode. During my busy weekend, which is usually when I take the time to edit the podcast, I ended up playing it in the car because I knew I was going to drive somewhere for an hour with my wife and we were going to be driving for an hour to a wedding out in Tinley Park. Shout out to Jonathan Lambros. I didn't know why I didn't shout out to you. You just got married. Whoops. Maybe we'll fix that in post. Shout out to Jonathan. Congratulations. You and your beautiful wife went to a Greek wedding for the first Greek wedding I've ever been to this weekend. So we were driving out to Tinley Park. It's about an hour away. So I put the podcast on thinking, okay, I got to find some drops. I got to find some things that I need to fix. And we're playing the part where we're talking about Ghana and Idris Alba and uh, how I hope Idris Alba is our listener in Ghana. And right away, without missing a beat, my wife starts laughing her ass off and says, treason, my lord. Oh, wow. So I was just amazed how cool my wife is to pick up the Hemdal reference. And I actually have to ask her, did you understand that? She's like, oh, yeah, mine, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) For Thor the Dark World. Yeah, Sandra's a cool motherfucker, so shout out to Sandra. As soon as Jenny can watch Jason and keep the kids at bay, we're going to have, we're going to try to have the wives down for a podcast. Or we'll just have Brandon watch the kids. Or we could have just Brandon watch the kids. Because I'm a great babysitter, trust me. (laughs) And my other, I just saw that, I just saw, I know it's been out for a while, I don't know how I missed it, the Lights Out video Whoa, on YouTube. Short film. Have you guys Amazing. seen it? Yes. That, yeah. shit's, that shit's really good. A lot of fun. And by the way, fuck all you guys who are way too masculine to admit that you get scared by anything. Getting wow. scared every once oh, in a while. Oh, God, yeah, okay, I yeah. posted it on Facebook. Yeah. I turned yeah. into a little bitch with that shit. Dude, I watched it on my phone in the middle of the fucking, like, two o'clock, and I think, like, I had my phone, like, I had my arms on, I'm like, I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling out his gun <laughs> Dude, Mark Kelly, I take out this gun! I watched that on a 55-inch TV screen in the dark. <laughs> by myself, in the basement. Yeah, it was amazing. So go watch it. Fuck you guys if you're too macho to get oh. scared once in a while. Getting scared once in a while is fine. It brings out the adrenaline. It makes you stronger. It's like those fuckers who, you know, you take them to Hooters, you take them to B-dubs, and they're like, oh yeah, what's the hottest sauce you have? That ain't shit. I had a friend, Todd, that I went out to dinner with one time, and he's like, oh yeah, Three Mile Island, that ain't shit. I'll eat that. Guy was like sweating out of his nose. <laughs> Water dripping down, tears rolling down his eye. Oh yeah, this is nothing. I have no problem eating this. Fucking, I know you're gonna be paying for that Johnny Cash style later on when you're sitting on that ring of fire. So oh, fuck you for oh. being way too macho. Dude, you want to talk about getting scared? Before the podcast started, Brandon and I were playing Outlast on the PlayStation Hell no. Four, okay. <laughs> and like just 15 minutes in, just a couple scares happen here and there, and I'm just like, I hope he turns it off soon. 
Because I, it's my PlayStation 4. I'm the one that downloaded the game, and I can't even play this shit. I've, I haven't gotten any further than, like, 20 minutes on that fucker. And I want to keep playing. And Brandon wants to keep playing. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't good. It had some good shock value, but that's the point of the game. I want. No, it I want, is. It I want is. more. I want more. Bring it on. Tough ass. I, like I want to cast you in the role of, like, Mephistopheles or something. You make an excellent devil. <laughs> I don't know how I take that, but yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, I mean, like, the I already, best devil... I already, got, I already got my ticket to hell. I mean, everyone here has seen Constantine, right? Yeah. No. Whoa! Oh, God. Okay, okay, three or well, four, three or four. Matter of it, the, the guy who plays Satan, Lucifer, in there. Yes. Not really impressed. <laughs> in my opinion, best Lucifer, hands down, the devil's advocate. Better than Pacino? hoo Oh, I thought you were saying Constantine no, no. was better than Pacino. No, I just called for you. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I was like, yeah, no, devil's advocate. I was gonna say, but he's just smooth. Oh, she looks and great, doesn't she? And evil. And, <laughs> and that, I transcend into that. True yeah. homo. <laughs> total homo. You've got this smooth, like baritone quality of your voice, and like if I put you in a pinstripe suit, I could fucking see let's, you. Let's do this. <laughs> I, I might go with Dave Grohl in uh, Tenacious D and uh, Big Destiny. I hate Dave Grohl. <laughs> Also, I just dislike the Foo Fighters. My birthday's Halloween, so that contributes to your idea. All you gotta do is put tiny little horns just right on your forehead. I used to dress up like that for Halloween, man. Shout out to Lepe. Let's get on that shit. Let's make a YouTube video. You have like 16 ideas right now, motherfucker. Let's make this shit happen. Hey, fuck it. Make the the Batman one first, please. (laughs) From like episode four or three. Talk about shit you haven't fulfilled in episodes. I'm still waiting for you to go into your tirade on Dark Knight series. Uh, Uh, I'm only gonna piss off Liz once every episode. Sorry, bitches, I was showing him my devil's outfit from last year. <laughs> Alright, so anything we uh, just saw? Anything else? Just saw, just heard, just ate for our lesbian listeners? Mm, tastes fishy. <laughs> I haven't had a pink taco in forever. Less than fish. Clean it up. You actually, Clean you know there is a restaurant <laughs> chain called Pinches Tacos in California? Oh, God. It's pretty sweet. I'd have one. I bet you. I bet yeah. you'll have two at once. Maybe two. <laughs> Sick fuck. In the best way. I love it. You are the devil. <laughs> Thomas Cliff's notes. I'm gonna to defer to my pod partner, Mr. Rodney Sinio. Take it away, Rodney. Comic Cliff notes. This is a special dedication. Uh, Casey Kasem. This, uh, go- this goes out. Long distance dedication. Did he die yet? Yeah, he yeah, died. He yeah, he gone. Yeah. You know, that's like two days. Goodbye, Shaggy. <coughs> the, the black man heart meter. <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll no, give Casey. some time. Kasem. Yeah. We'll give yeah. some time for bereavement. Yeah. Maybe we'll piss on his grave. Oh, he did. This is a special dedication to Lisa, one of my best friends in the whole world, Michael's wife, who Michael, the lead singer of Red Novella, you can catch him at Mojo's and Joliet on July 9th. And if ever you want to hear one of his songs, it's at the start and end of this podcast. He plays this out. Unless we do it live. Do it live! Fuck it! We'll do it live! So, Lisa, our Comic Cliff Notes this week, dedicated to you, we are doing Comic Cliff Notes per se on Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, and you might be wondering why we're doing Comic Cliff Notes on Nicolas Cage, we'll get to that in a second. Nicholas Cage, born January 7th, 1964. Born as Nicholas Kim Coppola, relative to the Coppola family and the Coppola Sparkling Wine Company, what have you. Born into the industry, if you will. He changed his name to Nicholas Cage to be named after Luke Cage, because he's a big comic book nerd, just like most of us here. Huge, huge fan of Luke Cage. I think he's a huge, huge fan of Superman, more so. But I think it would be a little more audacious to call himself Nicholas Superman or Nicholas L. I don't, really don't think he could go anywhere with that. So I, we're guessing, we're speculating, that we haven't confirmed. I don't know if somebody wants to send him a text message to see if why he chose the name Nicholas Cage. But the speculation goes he was a fan of Luke Cage, the superhero. Which Luke Cage, Power Man, as the story goes, was another failed attempt to recreate the experiment that gave birth to Captain America. Yeah, it's called the Erskine Serum. Yeah, so he, supposedly he was a convict or he was wrongfully convicted of a crime. Racist, by the way. He did not commit one of the first major black superheroes amongst Black Panther, the Falcon, Lando Calrissian. Uncle Tom Dick. <laughs> and that, Chasing Amy reference. He doesn't really mean that. Brenda doesn't understand. The two I don't white guys no, no, just freaked the fuck out. Look at Amy. That was great. <laughs> like, I don't want my name attached to this podcast anymore. That was great. Yeah, that white guilt. I put a bullet to that phone. This is never getting recovered. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, one of the original black superheroes, Luke Cage. Again, another failed result of the attempt to recreate the Captain America. He was wrongfully convicted of a crime, went to prison, and in an effort to shorten his sentence, he bartered in exchange for an early release. 
catch Marlboro Cools. <laughs> some Marlboro Cools. <laughs> to be a part of an experiment to turn him into a super soldier like they did with Captain America. Now, as a legend goes, his, I don't know if it was his prison guard or whoever was, was watching him, what have you, basically tried to get him to OD on this super soldier serum, which turned his skin super hard and his muscles super dense. <laughs> <laughs> was his was the four of his skin super hard? His four skin super hard <laughs> when he OD'd on on the super soldier serum. So that gave birth to Nicolas Cage, who left prison and became hero for hire. Hero for hire. Heart? Hero for hard. I think I'm, slip. <laughs> I'm damn done. it. <laughs> he became hero for hire with Iron Fist, and I think Cloak and Dagger were also part of that at some point. Yeah, I think Adam can speak better to the variations and the incarnations of Nicolas Cage <clears throat> along lines. He actually had a storyline tied to Chicago for some time, mm-hmm. which. Now he's an Avenger. He lost the hair and the silver tiara and the gold or the yellow blouse that he used to fucking wear like a fucking idiot and the chain belt. Also, Nicolas Cage's son names Kal-El. 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 Named him after the Kryptonian name of Superman. Brandon Kelly, you thought you wouldn't have anything to contribute to comic (laughs) clip notes. one thing I can bring to the table. (laughs) What's up? Yeah! Kal-El, son of (laughs) Jor-El, played by Marlon Brando (gasps) in our Pissing on Graves segment. Sorry, Liz. The Marlon Brando edition. <laughs> Need some cotton balls in my mouth to fucking play Damn. in Italian. So this has been Comic Cliff Notes, the Luke Cage, Nicolas Cage edition. You've in just been schooled. The Persian edition. Speaking of Nicolas Cage, we're going to go right into the uh, top five right now. I like it. We're going to go with top five Nicolas Cage movies. Booyah. Facial. Brandon, start us off. Alright, we're gonna start off real quick, but we're gonna also, we're gonna put a little parameters in these top five that we're gonna rightfully admit that these top five might not enter your top hundred. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And by the way, uh, again, we're aware that this is an actual top five (laughs) list. We're still coming, trying to come up with names. If you have a name or suggestion or something you want to do, you want us to do comic cliff notes on, anybody's grave we want to piss on, Hashtag UTJH. Leave us comments on iTunes or Podomatic.com. Get us some ideas if you want to be on the podcast. Leave us comments and let us know. Remember, the price of admission is beer or plane tickets to wherever you are. Especially you, Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. All right, kicking the door down, I'm going with Con Air. Nice. Eat it. Great movie. Personally, when he uh, when he beats the shit out of Danny Trejo in the plane to stop the rape, that's about all you need to say for uh, long-haired Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Sidebar. He looks kind of like me in that movie, although I'm not Nicolas Cage. So thank God. Thank God for that. Um, You're about a foot and a half taller. You know, outside of that, the way uh, John Malkovich dies in the end pretty much solidified the fact that I love it. Spoiler and uh, Nicholas Cage is in it, so I guess we're going to call it a good movie of his. What's so, the sidebar? There we go. If it wasn't for the Machete series, would Danny Trejo have a movie where he actually comes out on top? I heard he got recruited to be in movies from prison. Yeah. I believe it. No lie. Yeah, huh? he, re- he really did. Was I, he in both incarnations of Desperado? He was a Desperado. I'm not sure if he was, he was in, in the se- He was in the sequel. Once Upon a Time Mexico? Yes, he was not in El Mariachi. Which is... That's the movie man. for... That's the title for my sex life. Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Adam just the donkey shows <laughs> what I'm getting out of this. Let's see. My two favorite Nick, Nick Cage movies and the second one... Mm. Actually, it, what surprised really? me about Brandon's um, choice, he didn't pick Ghost Rider. Dude. Hang on fucked up, man. The, the, <laughs> and he had two the, chances. No, the, the second, Thanks for walking the, all over mine. The second Ghost Sorry. Rider was another crazy movie that my 92-year-old grandmother came to me and wanted to see in 3D. So, of weird science. That's the that's the last movie before Transformers that uh, she got up for. So, hey. Never saw it. Word to her and her uh, taste in movies. I'm sorry for her both times. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like seriously the Ghost Rider Two was the one of the worst movies of all time. Oh man, it was the worst than Electro, dude. I shit you not. I left that movie knowing exactly why every single person who ridicules Nicolas Cage and his acting ability, <laughs> yeah, like it was so. Because the first awful. Ghost Rider was bad. I can imagine. And, okay, the if, second. hang on. Let, let, all right, let's put it in perspective, right? If you thought the first Ghost Rider was bad, let's say make it ten times worse, and then whatever your brain is thinking, make it ten times worse than that. Jesus Christ! And that's how bad Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider Two one, was. Ghost Rider 2 makes Ghost Rider 1 look, look like, like a fucking Academy Award I was saying, it makes it look like the Avengers or Captain America. 
That's how I felt about the Punisher. So bad. Like the Punisher Don't you War talk Zone. Bad about Thomas Jane's Punisher. No, no, that's I, not I, saying. I, that's I, not I'm saying. Like Punisher Two, the War Zone. That sucks. So much worse it, than. Oh, hang on. The Thomas Jane Punisher. Thomas Jane yes. Punisher. Because I like both. Yes. But they were two different styles of movies. Thomas yeah. Jane's fucking mini movie, Dirty Laundry. Oh my god. Trying to campaign to get. If the you ever go with, on the uh, internet, look at Dirty Ron Laundry. Perlman's in it. Yeah. Have you seen that shit? No, I have not. Oh my god. I'll send you the link. Okay, please do. Please. It's amazing. You know what? Get on there. All right, my. Two favorite Nicolas Cage movies. Wait, no, why you why do you get two? No, no, because it's top five. <laughs> Fuck you. It's his house. The second one isn't really a Nicolas Cage movie. He's just in it. Kick ass? It is. Kick ass is my number two. Because the way that he played Big Daddy, I think was very good. It was sort of like a play on how Adam West played Batman, you know, the pause breathing and all that shit like that. And he just seemed cool in the movie. My number one has to be face off. Because he got to play two different range of characters. He played the nice guy, the dad, the all-around American. And then he got to play Caster Troy, Mr. Badass. He also got to play shit. back and forth with one of the uh, the quality actors of our generation. In John, John Travolta? Travolta? You think he's quality? Uh, yeah. Battlefield Earth? Uh, well, of course. <laughs> of course. Bring up, bring up his worst movie of all time. Listen, hey, hang on. Let's be real. Every actor. No, Pulp Fiction, every, he was every, amazing. Every actor has that. I'll film. even take him. I'll take, but, I'll take John Travolta John, and Michael. John, Tra- John Travolta makes Nicolas Cage look retarded when it comes to acting ability. Let's be serious. So He hasn't come out with shit really lately. Okay, well, what? once you, like, you know, what? shrivel up and are almost dead, it's hard to come back from that. Also in The Punisher. That wraps all the way the fuck back around. Bam. Nicely Bounce. done. Actually, John Travolta's bad guy in The Punisher was almost probably like one of the worst. Howard Saint. Howard Saint! Because he was just, like, Thomas Jane was so gritty and, like, rounded, and John Travolta was just, like, so fucking on cocaine the entire time, like, over the top. And it was almost like, like they almost had, like, two movie feels going. <laughs> I was going to say, almost like a tale of two cities. Close. Just smack him seriously. David Nixon, your choice for Nicolas Cage movies? Mine just goes back to probably maybe because I'm a car guy or something, but gone in 60 seconds. Maybe it's the ensemble cast made up for it. Maybe it's just the guy who played Sphinx. I can never think of his name, the British guy. Awesome. His little monologue at the end. I was like, this is fucking awesome. But (laughs) I enjoyed the hell out of the movie. It's like one of those things if I'm a cleaner on my apartment and it happens to be on TV, that shit's not going off. Is that the one with Most Def? No, you're thinking of the Italian job. No, Most Def wasn't in the Italian job. Oh, yeah, no, I'll see those. Instantly reference Gone in 60 Seconds. It's I, don't, I don't like that movie. Angelina Jolie with Dirty Blonde Is that the one with Giovanni Ribisi in it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't great care. movie. Great soundtrack. I really enjoyed the soundtrack to that movie. You know what? I gotta be honest. I helmet. Hang on. I gotta cut in here. I'm sorry. Adam, you uh, you gave me a hard time for Top Gun. Fair. But the more time I spend with you and the more you talk about movies, the thing is, <laughs> the I more comfortable I feel with the fact <laughs> that you failed. On I mentioned that line. this before. I don't like heist thief, movies. Heist and thief movies. Why is that? I can't do it. I'm a superhero fan. I've read comic books since I was a kid. I root for the good guy at all times. So if you got a bunch of people stealing cars and being basically bad guys, I'm going to root for the cops to catch your ass. Yeah, when we eventually get our superpowers, I'm going to be Adam's nemesis and seeking to... Which will be a beautiful fucking storyline because we'll be really good friends and I have to hunt you down and catch you. But I can't kill you because I'm a good guy, so at least okay, you'll so be alive. Just real, real quick while we're on that line, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Go. You have five seconds. Five. Stop time. Four. You have, I'd actually take Professor four, X's powers. Three. You have five. Four. Three. All right. You? Randy. I'm a time traveler too, man. Pounds to that. Win. See, Professor X, you could just, you could go up to your boss or whatever and be like, uh, you're going to pay me at this scale Can't of go money to me if I'm moving too life, fast. Yeah, and I'll see you later. See, the difference is, is that I just time traveled back until when he wasn't there. And I and kill, do what? And I kill his parents. I feel the need. <laughs> You don't think some other douchebag is going to take his spot? Yeah, but then I go back in time and I kill his well, parents. <laughs> you know, what you should do is go back in time, parents. get the lottery numbers, go forward in time. I, I'm already, dude, numbers. I already live in a super villain mansion in the center of the city <laughs> built from the blood and bones of killed enemies. Which, by the way, Quicksilver, one of the more enjoyable X-Men in the new X-Men. Costumes sucked. Costumes sucked. I almost wanted to fucking gouge my right, I'm like, hold on. oh, God. What, like, X-Men, what X-Men movie costume was actually good? None of them are good. But I mean, the, his was shit. His wasn't even his. His was like somebody that something they cobbled together on the back of a napkin from a bar. Whiplash. Oh god. Hold on, real quick. What's your Nicolas Cage movie, Rodney? Yeah, we gotta bring that in. You know, so many choices. Yeah, Gone in sixty seconds. Probably one of them. National Treasure. More of a treasure protector. Really good one. See, I didn't like that because one. I felt like it was almost first like one. an Indiana Jones knockoff. I'll take an Indiana Jones knockoff. Wait, I mean, wait, that Shia LaBeouf Indiana mean Jones. Hollywood knocked off an idea? 
Touche. What else? Sorcerer's Apprentice. Underrated movie, in my opinion. Never saw it. I it's enjoyed it. it. I kind of wanted to give it the chance. Kind of. Kind of just, underrated. I, it's I'm one of those things that keeps you. falling into like the falling in my waist. Yeah. I, I never think about if it. you see it on Netflix, it's on my Amazon wish list that I'm not going to spend money on it, but if somebody wants to buy it for me, that would be awesome. Face Off was up there, yeah. But even Honeymoon in Vegas I really enjoyed because of James Caan. thought that was a really good movie. What about Raising Arizona? Rom-com. Moonstruck. Moonstruck, yeah. What was the war one? Lord of War. Lord of War. Oh, actually. That was a good that movie. That was a good actually, movie, yeah, that actually. Was a yeah. Eight millimeter. Let's stop giving this motherfucker credit. He sucks. <laughs> Every movie that we're bringing to mind now is actually, like, eh, okay. But Nicolas Cage, as an actor, buddy, I'm sorry. You're losing your house for a reason, man. You know, I can uh, eat a peach for hours. You know what? I-, I thought this was kind of a, are we really doing this top five <laughs> on Nicolas Cage? But I'm looking at his IMDb page as my laptop was losing power, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I did enjoy that movie. I didn't enjoy that movie. National Treasure 3 got greenlit. What the hell? Did it really? Well, according to IMDb, I guess. Uh, Speculation. Don't have original ideas, ideas are what we yeah. pay for. Yeah. Yeah, just looking at his IMDb page. <clears throat> I mean, they're, they're all movies that I think that I would legitimately watch if they were on. Not that I would go see them and pay money, but yeah, I mean, if they're on TV, I think I'd watch them again. All right, moving on it's a from. More of a final shot. No, that's okay. Pick up your skirt, grab your balls. Fuck. Brandon's making me take a shot in JMB right now. The last shot, and no, it's not, probably there's, there's half no way a shot. I'm going to do half a shot. Look at this shit. There's no way that's half a shot. Go get a shot glass that is not even a full that's, shot that's two that's not even a full shot that's more than a full that shot. is not oh, even a, one man i have been a bartender for 10 years Dude, I've run that bars is not even a shot i have years. i don't work at a bar i'm not taking the fucking shot all right moving on from right, top five you, you don't even deserve to taste it if you can't Man, take the shot or get out of the way <laughs> what does that mean ah, yeah <laughs> feel the need <laughs> The need for speed. Fire or clear. That's right. Go. Have half of this and I'll have half of it. All right, moving on from top fives, Nicolas Cage movies, which I never thought I'd fucking have that in my fucking brain. We're going to go to Over Under. And this week, it goes to none other than the Nintendo Entertainment System's CD-based, or what was supposed to be their CD-based company that actually made its own company, PlayStation. So, we're gonna go over-under PlayStation movies, one, two, three, or four, go get it. Alright, I'm gonna go first. I really, I never had a PlayStation 1. I started off in a PlayStation 2 and I had 2 through a 4. But I get stuck on these, everybody who knows me knows this, I get stuck on these weird games, I get really good at them. Zombies. Nobody really plays them. Nazi Zombies, hit me up, RAS129, actually I haven't played in a while because I've been so busy editing. Captain Bring Down, find me. Bitch. You want to throw yours in there? <laughs> no. All right, Lantern 184. So I guess my overrated game, um, I can't understand why people like this game. I mean, I could see it as enjoyable, but not something I could sit down and play all day long. Infamous. Oh, oh what the fuck? <laughs> I, to me, it's kind of a knockoff of Force Unleashed. So no. But the thing is, okay, if you like GTA and you like superpowers, you like Infamous. I mean, I like GTA, but I just, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm not saying it's horrible, but I feel like it's overrated. It gets more credit than it deserves. There are a lot better PlayStation games out there that deserve more play than I feel. That's Infamous. not going to be my underrated, but I feel it is an underrated game. Or an okay. underrated series. You feel it's an underrated game when he's calling it an overrated? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of the no, segment. No, I right? love it. I love it. Yeah. Bring it on. My underrated game, Midnight Club Racing. It was a precursor to GTA. I really love GTA. I can't say GTA is an underrated game because who doesn't love GTA? Come on. Not even GTA the gameplay, just GTA the conversations you have at the water cooler the next day where, you know, I picked up 50 hookers, I dropped some drugs off in Chinatown. Shot some cops. Shot some cops. <laughs> stole a tank. I wish. Just the conversations alone. But Midnight Club Racing, if you haven't played it, is kind of a precursor to GTA. The racing feel to it. Or you know what? I'll even go overrated games, Gran Turismo. Damn it, you took my ah, fucking sorry, dick. Sorry. Oh, that's overrated? I think yeah. it's I think it's overrated it's I don't the better racing. No, I got another yeah, one. It's okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Midnight Club Racing, I, I feel like right. the car handling and the way the races play out, I feel precursor to GTA, I really like the gameplay. Although I would prefer GTA, but again, I can't say GTA is underrated because everybody GTA, loves GTA Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. Or do you just mean Gran Turismo? GTA Grand Theft Auto. Wow. I can't say it's underrated. I'm saying yeah, I guess. Midnight Midnight Club Racing is better as a precursor made by the same company. Is, Star made Midnight? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm saying that's my underrated pick. It's what set the tone. It set the tone, yeah. I have two underrated games. Oh, wait a minute. Really? It's your turn? Yeah. My fucking podcast. Fuck you. Counterclockwise? What is this shit? <laughs> this is bullshit. Right. I have two underrated games for PlayStation. Oh, Australia? Hip-Hop Anonymous? Uh, both of them are PlayStation 3 games. One is Mirror's Edge, which is a first-person free-running game where you're running around the top of the city. My brother hates it. Wait a minute. Is this your underrated game? It's underrated. 
Okay. Amazing fucking game. The physics behind it are awesome. Great in theory. They're finally making a sequel after in five, six years or some shit. Awesome, awesome game. Uh, female character, which is also a rare thing besides Metroid and Lara Croft. I mean, how many times do you get to play as a female character? The other one, I'm going to go with L.A. Noir. Really? I was anticipating you were going to say Shadow of Colossus. Shadow of Colossus has a huge cult following, so I can't really say that. Echo's another fucking amazing game. Echo the Dolphin? No, that's Echo. <laughs> As an echolocation. Nelson right now is about to bust through the wall because he's Oh yeah! Exactly. Because he knows that echolocation has to do with dolphins and all that shit. But Eco and Shadow of the Colossus have to be two of the most beautiful fucking games you'll ever play for the PS2. L.A. Noir did not get nearly enough play. It feels a lot like the Godfather game that came out for PS2. The facial recognition software that they use for that game is unrivaled by anybody else, but... Didn't L.A. Noir get shit on by Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, a little bit. Because didn't they, like, come out with that right afterwards and everyone was all on Red Dead Redemption's back? Yeah, they, they, they definitely didn't give L.A. Noir enough time to be its own game. It's, Wasn't that also Rockstar Games? Yeah, yes, also Rockstar is, Games. It's coincidentally, if you get their best, like, their greatest hits thing on uh, PlayStation right now, it's L.A. Noir, Red Dead Redemption. I can't remember what the third one is. I have Red Dead Redemption also for Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Also, another game that's amazing to play. Ooh, his Xbox sucks. <laughs> but L.A. Noir is a very beautiful game in the, gangla- the gangland style of uh, time period with the Black Dahlia and all that kind of thing. It's really kind of cool, but they just does not get enough play. My overrated game and game series is a PlayStation game. It is God of War. That was my second choice for overrated. Just a button masher. That's all it is to me. It's a button masher, and you wait for the prompt during cutscenes. You don't have to think about it. The Dragon's Lair of PlayStation, if you will. Yeah, it's... it's Oh, God, Dragon's Lair. Holy fuck. Nice dude, you brought fucking me back to oh, that shit. Is quality reference right there. Wow, <laughs> dude. I'm fucking sidetracked straight to that. That game was tough as fuck when it first came out, no lie, though, to get all the way through. Arguably hottest video game princess save ever. That Dragon's Lair is also one of the angry yep. video game nerds. Games that he reviews. Shout out to Cinemasker. tough. That game was tough, man. Yeah. Fuck. God of War felt like, like I said, it was just a button masher. There's no finesse behind it. Animusha is a button masher, but in in a great fucking way. God, that game was That game awesome. is so fucking sick. If you like zombies and you like samurai, Animusha, pick it up tomorrow. You will not fucking regret it, even though it's old as shit by now. Amazing, amazing game. That's all. I personally up. lend my backwards compatible PS3 and my <laughs> fucking Onimusha fucking disc to anyone who wants to get familiar with that game. Yeah, if you're in Kansas and you want to know what a video game system's like, get a PS2, get Animusha. So sick. Was that the precursor to Dynasty Warriors? I don't believe so. Dynasty the guy from totally different things. The guy from Leon, the professional, actually plays in the second, or is it the second or third one? Third one, nice. as a character. They have him in there. His face, everything. Yeah, I'm picturing a different Japanese game. Probably. You know, they all look alike. <laughs> Racist! <laughs> Do I look Korean? Do I look like an asshole? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, you look Chinese. Alright. So now, when do you guys go ahead? Yeah, man, go for it. Uh, okay. For, I'll start with underrated. I got, it's gonna be probably like a couple for me. Underrated, it's a racing game. Tokyo Extreme Racer Zero. Ooh, underrated? Underrated. I love that game. It was, in my opinion, it was a better racing game than many of the Need for Speeds. When they were doing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, Need for Speed Tonka Trucks, Need for Speed, and crank them out like every six months, this one was just more quality based. I mean, it has that nice arcade pickup and play feel, but then it has the swapping out parts to improve your car like a little bit of a sim characteristic that you get with like a Gran Turismo. Yeah, I hate racing games, but Tokyo Extreme Racer is awesome. Yeah, and a second underrated, I remember when this game came out for PS2, it was supposed to be like their Zelda killer, they called it, Dark Cloud. It's just a simple dungeon crawling, they came out with a sequel for PS2 called, obviously just Dark Cloud 2. Just fun shit, you craft your weapons, and it's just not serious, just fun. And overrated, this will probably get my ass kicked by at least a couple of my buddies, but I'm just gonna go there with it. Fucking Call of Duty. All these fucking online shooters right now. I'm just getting tired of it. Just because it's... I looked at Advanced Warfare when they released the trailer. I'm like, yeah, definitely I'm not going to throw money on this for the same reason I haven't bought Ghosts. I won't touch Call of Duty until there's a new revised Zombies mode. Yeah, you know, I kind of have to agree with you. It's just getting milked to death now. But my beef with Call of Duty is I'm just tired of the abuse from the eight-year-old kids... Fucking. You know what, man? Hang on. Like, we're, we're calling it overrated, and that's true. It, it actually is overrated. I think it's overrated simply because they continue 
to redefine the same game over and over and over and yeah, over again. It's however, like Street Fighter however, II. I don't think any one of us here is going to deny the playability of those games. Oh, there's mass market appeal. No, yes, agree. Oh, I'm all about so, extinction yes. right now. So add me RAS one two nine. I was just say that's fucked up. I actually went back on a first person shooter, Modern Warfare three, because it avoided the new zombie wave and it had a survival mode, which I thought was superior. Yeah, I, I, I like bought that it for one. like seven bucks at a GameStop or something. And uh, I'll, play, I'll play you on that. I, I'll own you on that correction. We'll see. But yeah, on that noise, I think there's certain playabilities to those games that are superior to a lot of others in the fact of consistent, never stagnant action. Okay. But I understand what you're saying. Yes, I agree. They are overrated as a whole because they keep on regurgitating the same product in a new package for you to pay another 60 bucks. And on on top of that, it's 60 bucks and then another 60 bucks for the season pass (laughs) so you can get all the expansion packages. Exactly. Then here you go again. That's what I miss. I miss the first person shooters where I had a fucking story to go with. No, I... Like, Medal of Honor... Loved it. Oh, that game was awesome. The fucking fact that you could lean. Yeah. Does anyone... Uh, oh, thank you. The lean in Medal of Honor made Time's, that game superior to all the other first-person Time shooters. splitters on PS2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, this kid's bringing them back. <laughs> but I'm now a first-person like, shooter guy, but that's where I live. I like to be able to sit down and play for 10, 15 minutes, get my dose, and then be able to stop, you know? I missed the first-person shooter where I actually gave a shit about the campaign, though. They don't give a fuck about the campaign. No, no, it's all multiplayer nowadays, man. Nobody gives a fuck about the game. Yeah. Oh, the, man. the game is all secondary, and let's be real, that's how it is. If we can only expand to N64, I'm going to throw my first-person shooter in the hat. South Park. First-person shooter on N64. First of all... The cow-launching gun? You're going to talk about first-person shooters on N64 and not say Bond. Oh. I thought he was going to go with GoldenEye. Okay. I was really so, well, I'm saying underrated. I was the f- I can't oh, say it's yeah, underrated. No, it's I was I was not. the first person in my group to realize that there was a spawn pattern in that game. So I would uh, mow down people before they ever got a gun, and they would spawn trap. Oh man, oh, people would be so. People you were be, that guy. I, I was not a camper. Right, with the gold I was gun? not a camper. Did you have the I was gun? the guy who knew. I would follow all three other people, and I would see where they died and where they spawned last. And where they spawned last meant okay, they're gonna spawn here next. So I would run and shoot them before see, they my, ever got a gun the next time. My brother to this day gets pissed off if we're playing on the same screen, he'll be like, stop looking at my screen. Oh, that's, like, motherfucker, that's, that's, that's half, half the strategy. I'm looking at right it's, now. it's half the strategy in those games. Yeah, I had but, uh, many sleepless nights yeah, with the other night. Dude, I, I missed that Split screen multiplayer? Yeah. If, if, yeah, they, if they're to re-release we that... Did, we did fours in college, man. If, if if they're, oh, hell yeah. Dangerous. If they're to re-release that now, I would still play it. Honestly, I actually have considered buying a Nintendo 64 just for Mario Kart and GoldenEye. Just picked Worth up the 64 Play and trade. Straight. My wife picked do it not, up. Do not buy Superman 64. That and E.T. for the, Ari, no, the no. Atari 2600 are two of the you worst games. You pick up Superman Nintendo 64 and then your buddy that pisses you off and he owes you favors, <laughs> you make him fucking play it. Off. <laughs> Sit there nice. and complete three levels. Those are two Think of about what games. you did. Watch Angry Video Game Nerd. Shout out to Cinemassacre. Play that shit. It's so fucking funny. All right, call, so, call so, back to Will Work for Nintosters, episode one. Go visit Play and Trade to get all these games that we're talking about. And to close it out here on Over Under, White Boy number two says, overrated game, Portal 2. Wow. Never played um, Portal. You know, I understand the dynamic of wanting to incorporate some sort of logical intelligence into a game. However, I'm looking for something that has a little more direct entertainment value right away. So on that line, Portal 2 got way too much fucking press, way too much push for the game it is. It's basically a puzzle-solving game. Like it or leave it, it's what it is. Underrated PlayStation game, I gotta go a little old school. I'm gonna bring it back to those who know me. Arrival Schools. If any of you have played it, which I doubt, it is... Fucking it. amazing. It yeah, it's a fighter. I have played It's a fighting, it's a tag team fighting game where you can call in partners to do special moves. It's fucking it was a, awesome. Wasn't it a straight Japanese game that they yep. did like a yes. rudimentary location, make a, it westernized? A, a very basic cut on an early PlayStation model. That game was fucking awesome. I had tournaments with some old school friends. That. that game was great. If you have if, if you have the ability to get back on an old hmm. PlayStation and an old game, Rival Schools. I want to see if I can check, check it out with my Vita. I want to yeah, see it might be Uh, Dude, if you can get that on the PlayStation Network, that game is fucking superb. Alright, I'm going to take your word on it. If it's on there and you pick it up, I'll play you on it and I'll send you the fucking link. And I'll home run your ass. Yeah, we'll see. That's right. Whatever the hell that means. Exactly, you'll find out. So these are the games that white people play, huh? Exactly. (laughs) I'm saying, I'm like... And you two are fucking Asian. (laughs) (laughs) 
sidebar, I miss Silent Hills. That didn't suck. Yeah. That was such a great horror series. PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2, awesome, awesome systems, man. I miss them very much. Shout out to Parappa the Rapper. I really uh, think we saw... And like, on that note, fuck you, new PlayStation, for not being retroactive to be able to play those old school games. Oh, yeah. I'll That's why that. I love the PS3. The, the backwards compatibility is horrible for PlayStation, but, I mean, they're doing it to make money. So. I got an original PS3, which does play all so the I, I just picked one Pounds on uh, that. Fucking That's the way to go. I'm not why PS4 was even releasing? One of our yeah. coworkers had that one, was the, and I bought it from him. I was say, that was the only benefit of buying an early PlayStation 3, yeah, was you, that you it was backwards compatible, but, you got but the man, whole fucking... that, it was worth So, it. I do have one of those, so fuck you to DC Online, because you made my PS3 original Yellow Light of Death. Oh. Not that I don't know how to fix it, but it's just a bitch to break out the heat gun and fucking reflow that board, so fuck you, DC Online. <laughs> Nerd alert. Nerd alert. <laughs> Right after comments, Cliff Notes. All right, over under. Any more over unders you can think of? No, I think that's it. PlayStation. All right, let's call that a podcast. Hold on, promotions. Hold on. I was gonna say before we do. Oh, what have we got to oh, promote? I always do that. <laughs> right, go ahead again. Damn it. All right, if you hadn't heard by now, if I hadn't crammed it down your fucking throat by now, go see Red Novella, Mojos, in Joliet. Support Michael Emo, Red Novella. Tickets are twenty dollars if you can buy tickets from one of the band members. Or twenty five at the door, July 9th. Mojos, go see him. Get her done. I want to promote my love for my wife, who's at this time doing some some kind of new fucking project for my soon-to-be son. She's a trooper. If you see her today, give her a hug and a coconut <laughs> smile. Especially if you're from Wichita, Kansas. Especially if you're from Wichita, Kansas. Which, by the White way, if she's, running up if and she's all the way the fuck over in Mexican Wichita, Kansas, work. send her the fuck back my way. You know, at the rate these kids are coming out, we might need to drive to Mexico one of these years. Which will drive through Wichita, Kansas, which means we're stopping and doing a show. If we don't know who you are, then you're not going to be on the fucking podcast. So please leave us a comment. Let us know who you are. We just want to know who you are. Right? And on that note, I'm going to say that I've been single for long enough to know that I've been very happy. And I think I've acknowledged that I am probably the one. Out of all the people that Brandon's met in his life, he's the one. I might marry myself here shortly, because it's the only way to be safe. You got anything else to to promote? No. You got any book signings you're doing? (laughs) No, no. No Barnes & Noble book signings. That shit was fucking hilarious. Sorry, fellas. But I will say, I will say... Lately, I've been getting the feeling that my grandmother is in a fight club. Quote, <laughs> wait. Because I never hear we her talking about it. We don't, talk, we don't about talk about that. She does that in between the seven-year spans between watching movies. <laughs> 3D IMAX movies. <laughs> That's so that she doesn't need her trifocal I'm lenses. That she loves it, man. She's like, oh, is that one of those movies where I could wear glasses? I'm like, yeah, it is, is, Graham. Let's go see it. I'm the exact opposite. Fuck 3D. Having to put glasses over my glasses sucks donkey dick. Damn, dude. Shit. You got anything to promote, David? I don't think so. Selfish white man here. Go ahead, Rodney. All right, signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um... I'm Adam Flores. I'm David Merkel. And I'm Brandon Kelly. And, uh. Um, Hold on. Say it right. I'm Brandon Kelly, bitches. You gotta say it the right way. <laughs> and I'm Brandon Kelly, bitches. <laughs> and, um. Someone's getting raped in here. And, um. That just happened. Been in it. Ba-da-ba-da. Price is right, Jingle? Ba-da-ba-da. Ba-da-ba-da.